Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the, um, I almost said Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> kind of, he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? The Michael J. Fox classic, Back to the Future 2, 1989. 1989, all right. Yes. And, uh, of course, we uh, always want to recommend to everybody who's listening, if you've never found a reason to watch Back to the Future 2, please go uh, make this your reason to do so. Uh, Go find it somewhere. It's currently not streaming. We just missed it by like a week. It was on Netflix, and now it's gone. Crazy. So you're going to have to uh, bite the bullet, go find it, buy it, whatever. I nearly bought the uh, trilogy last night. Like I, I ended up, well, I ended up having to rent it because I have it on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. Um, but the little mini DVD player I was going to use to help me pull the clips obviously doesn't play Blu-ray movies. And I don't know yes. what happened to my DVD copy. So I almost oh. just said fuck it and, and bought the trilogy last night. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. We'll get there when we I get mean- there. <laughs> Um, so yes. go find it and then you can come back and watch it uh, with us and join us for the conversation. So we'll give you a few minutes to go do that. And you're back. All right. Greatest all right. of all time. Woo-hoo. And of course, we never like to talk about these movies alone. Uh, mm-hmm. We always want to bring on a guest. And today we're very excited. Uh, this was a long time coming. We've uh, been trying to get this one scheduled for about, I don't know, two, three weeks or so. And then yeah. uh, Stu caught AIDS or whatever. And uh, AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. And then almost died. Uh, and yes. now he's back on the upswing for, for a minute. And uh, so here he is, uh, Grand Rapids area uh, podcaster <laughs> slash failed comedian, uh, Mr. Stu McAllister, everybody. Yes. Thank you, Matt. That beard is out of control. It is. It yeah. is unsightly at best. I haven't had I a like haircut. It. I needed a haircut uh, two months before COVID happened. And right. I still have not gotten one since. So, really? well, do you do you get a shave for, or a trim from your barber on your beard? No. Well, then I, why do you have a beard? That's like the dumbest well, because, I've ever heard. Uh, the carpet's <laughs> got to match the drapes. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> because why why trim this when the back is so ridiculous as it is anyway? Uh, it's getting mullet? to the point where I can. It's like it's becoming a weird mullet, uh, right. and it's almost to the point where it can be a crazy like nubby ponytail again. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, and then uh, I did shave once during COVID, and my daughter was very upset. She did not enjoy the beard missing, so I got to just trim it up a little bit. It's just, it's ridiculous. I look like a angry mountain person. So and He had his ha- hair down to his goddamn shoulders, and he's like, just, just trim it a little. <laughs> well, I need somebody you know, to do something. I need a house guest, is there a, what, a house call? Was, <laughs> right. Yeah. That was from Beetlejuice. Oh, did you catch that? I did not when, catch that. Oh, never mind. Most of the time when you say what I assume is a movie quote that I don't understand, I just sort of nod and move on to something else. You know that one. Here we are. <laughs> All right. Stu, uh, yeah. before we get going on this, we always ask everyone uh, before we get started, how long had it been since you watched Back to the Future 2 before we made you watch it for the podcast? Probably within the last year. Okay, uh, cool. It's one and two I generally watch at least once a year. Three, okay. three I kind of forget about, although sure. I did. After I watched two, I watched three. So. Nice. 
Yep. Yep. So no, it's great. You got to love the trilogy, man. Yeah. Too. So, so in about a year or so, I suppose that one will have to come, uh, you'll have to come back on for that one too. So yes. we'll, we'll give it a few uh, months to, to settle, but yeah, we got to hit number three eventually. Yeah. You, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I really enjoy number three. I, I'm you a know big what? fan. I, this last time watching it, I, I, I don't know if I, I was just in a mood or something or what, but I felt like, oh, okay, this is better than I thought it was. Sure. So, uh, That's it's good. definitely not as good as one and two, but it was okay. So, of well, I guess, Mandy, uh, we should ask you how long it had it been for you since you saw uh, number uh, two? A couple, at least a couple of years. Okay. Uh, and that one was always my favorite one growing up. Um, yeah. But watching it this time, I, again, I, I don't know if I was just in a mood or what it was, but I was like, oh, and my kid kept interrupting, like, chip yeah. eating stuff. And I was like, oh, and I had to keep pausing it. I, I didn't like it as much this time around as I always did in the past. So I don't know. Yeah, I was worried. I don't know. Uh, I was worried that I would not enjoy it this time around as much just because of the more critical eye to it. And then trying to, I mean, eventually I just gave up on finding, like, holes in the plot and everything like right the whole because like the whole thing could have just been fixed by either doc just telling marty just going back and being like dude don't let your kid do this one specific thing and then right. everything's good right, right or right. doc could have just gone back to before any of it happened and then just like destroyed the time machine to begin with like so right. we don't have to worry about any of this anymore anyway but, Here's you know, my argument against that, though, Matt. That would have made a real shitty movie. It really would have. Yeah, it would have been like, "Hey, um, don't do this weird thing in thirty years, and then we're all good." And then the credits roll, roll, roll credits. and then yeah. Roll well, I mean, it would have given us two opportunities to listen to Huey Lewis at the beginning and then at the end. So, <laughs> yes, I yeah. I think the reason why I was so disappointed is because like Marty grew up to have such a shitty life. Like there was nothing like nothing in the circumstances of like oh he like because you know he messed something up when he went back in time or anything it was literally like he grew up just to have shit for life <laughs> like right that but sucks but that's like how what? it is with a ton of people though that's how I feel <laughs> it is for me yeah <laughs> fuck i am marty mcfly God but, damn. Like, but i don't i don't imagine that you could pinpoint a moment in your life where you were like you know where you could fix everything because like right. that's what, essentially that's what they tried to do was pinpoint this exact moment where if they go back and change this one thing, then everything's cool going forward. And uh, well, he broke cool his hand. Yeah, if he hadn't bro broken his hand in the car accident, he would have been able to you know keep on with his music career or whatever. I mean, I don't know. He was too darn loud as far as I was concerned. But. <laughs> you know, when the the movie originally came out, I had no idea that Lunatic was Flea. Oh, oh yeah, really? no, me neither. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, was it was like years later. I was like, oh, fuck, that's the guy from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah, I was watching, I think I was watching the commentary when I realized that that's who that was. Like, I, mm -hmm. I, I was watching it with uh, the commentary turned on a couple years ago and was like, what the shit is this? And then, yeah, right. which is exciting. Yeah, one of our little cameos. Yeah. Do you think that needles set Marty up? Like, do you think it was like a sting operation? Because that the boss was like right in on, on Marty. Oh, like, yeah. hey, we were monitoring. Rude. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when he kind of when Flea kind of needles, he kind of like looked up after he was in the phone. He sort of like looked up at someone. So I'm assuming he was looking at the boss or cops or somebody. So yeah. Yeah. Totally he was probably, yeah. Right. He was probably looking up at some guy that only had a sock on his dick, and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> Anthony, put that away." <laughs> yeah. You're so distracting. That's right. <laughs> um. So I guess so. What we should 
talk about then, I guess, is this a continuation of the first movie where uh, he has to go back in time to fix some shit that went wrong and then comes back to the future and then, uh, I don't know, weird shit goes down uh, and then he's got to go back again, again, and it just sort of overlaps in itself. Uh, really love the layering of like the Marty from the future uh, yes. inter- interacting with the Marty from the future again while yeah. in the past. It was great. I love it. Um, it does make my brain hurt after a while trying to figure out which, <laughs> like, which part of this didn't need to happen or which part right. of it, if it did break, would fuck up everything for the rest of the movie and stuff. So that was exciting for me. You, but You just got to go with it, man. Yeah. The more you think about it, the more you're like, I don't understand or whatever. Like, you just can't enjoy it. Like, yeah, all right. It's just um, poor writing, but whatever. Who cares? Right? Can we all agree that leaving Jennifer on that shitty front porch was a humongous risk? He's like, sure. oh, yeah, no, everything's just going to, like, combine. It's going to be totally fine. And I was thinking of that, like, because he said if he meets her, there's a chance that the world would just explode. Uh-huh. Like, and but, like, what if he meets, what if she meets herself in the, like, before they fix everything, then everything's fucked anyway. I just really feel well, like. Well, she did meet herself. Yeah, she met, but, remember, I'm old and I'm young. Well, I don't know if that meant, like, they had to, like occupy the same space or something like if they had to like touch each other to fuck touch everything up or whatever. They had to make know. out <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's no worse than marty and his mom you know right right, right. <laughs> well I, I mean if she was my mom i don't know if i'd be thinking the same thing i was, <laughs> I, I, was so I was a big fan of lorraine yeah. yeah not i mean not 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 number two in lorraine I'm, I'm gonna stick with number one lorraine but yeah. With the uh the, the extra fake tits were a little much much for me. Oh my god. You know, is she okay, like jumping right into that, she was supposed to look like Tammy Faye Baker. Like that was her the inspiration was for that. That was Biff's um, Steez, like he that's what he was yeah. going for. Yeah. Well, no, that was the movie. But yeah. okay, who do you think was the in the inspiration for Biff's character? For, when, Biff's like, for Biff's character when he's a rich casino owner. The casino guy? That's like, Trump. For sure. Yes. And it actually, like, Mark and I were watching it, and he's like, oh my god, he's so much like Trump. And then <laughs> I read that he was loosely, it, he was loosely inspired by Donald Trump back when, in 1989. So I would uh, say if anyone's ever been inspired by Donald Trump, it's always been loosely inspired. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, I did want to also point out one thing that I thought was, uh, I, I don't know why it stood out to me as something terrible in the movie, but Marty goes into the diner and he orders a Pepsi and it like shoots it up out of the counter at him. Right. And then yeah. he just never pays for that Pepsi. Oh, don't worry, man. Like somebody's in trouble. Someone's like, like, I don't know if they like scan your thumbprint. And so old, old Marty's yeah. going to get some sort of debit on his statement and be like, when the fuck did I go and order this Pepsi? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Pepsi's well, like water in the future, man. Sure. It's just for free. Absolutely. Everybody gets it. So Yeah, there was definitely some po- product placement with that whole uh, PepsiCo thing. Um, they list four types of Pepsis. Original, Diet, Max, and Perfect. And they Pepsi actually Perfect, did, yeah. Yeah, but they did end up having, do you remember Pepsi Max? Yes, I did. Yeah. Double the black, the the black, or something? Yeah, it's like in the black can. Mm-hmm. And then they, they did end up um, creating Pe- Pepsi Perfect for in 2015 for the whole, like, revisiting the um, the future. That was what it was supposed to be like in 2015. I know. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, I watched an interview with the, uh, with the three of them, uh, with Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox and um, Lorraine, whatever her name is in real life. Uh, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. That's it. And... Um, they were talking about how like this is the day that that was supposed to be 
in the future, like 30 years later, you know, obviously we've missed a few things. Um, right. But there are some, some stuff that was kind of close, you know, like they had like keyless entry on people, like thumbprint door handles and right. shit like that. And there, I mean, we have somewhat autonomous vehicles now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, nobody's flying around, but you know, and they've got like a weird fake ass hoverboard that's like reverse magnets that kind of works yes. the same uh-huh. way, but. Okay, so right. as a kid, I, you know, there was, like, a huge rumor going around that the hoverboards were real. And, like, Mattel, like, made a joke or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, or somebody made a joke. Uh, oh, um, I think it was, I have, sorry, I have it written down. But I, so I'm, like, watching the movie, like, thinking, like, legit hoverboards are, like, a real thing. And, um, <laughs> and, and, and it was, like, a lot of people thought that. So Mattel ended up getting a ton of calls saying like, hey, I want to order this hoverboard. Sure. And they had to be like, uh, no, that wasn't real. They did make a replica one. Um, a friend of ours, Brian, has one or had one. I think it's on eBay what? right now. Like he posted it on eBay. Yeah, somebody made a replica version of the the little kid hoverboard. The little Mattel one. That's yeah. Funny. Yep. That's funny. Yeah, what um, did that cost? Uh, it went for quite a bit because it was uh, marketed as like a movie prop or a whatever, like a yeah, so that was fun. So Robert Zemeckis, in like a, a special um, like behind the scenes interview, um, he said that hoverboards flow on magnetic energy. He added, "They've been around for years. It's just so parent the parent groups haven't let toy manufacturers make them. But we got mm-hmm. our hands on we got our hands on some and put them in the movie." Um, he he was only joking, but that's when they like Mattel like was like what the fuck you know <laughs> like all these all these people are calling us you well, did um, and then they made the yeah. shoes too right they made the self-lacing shoes yes eventually. Was, yeah well in the two in 2015 like he made like 1500 pair yeah um, and, and like, those are all, super fucking expensive right now yeah, yeah all the proceeds um went towards um like a parkinson's foundation oh, um i think one of them like the first one sold was like $37,000 or something like yeah. that. Wow. Um, so yeah. Um, oh, also because the, the hoverboards aren't real, you know, they're attached to the shoes, like sure. the bottom of the shoes. And this, like when I read this, this made me laugh out loud. So like um, when they were doing the hoverboard scenes, they were complex and they, the, um, because they were attached to Michael J. Fox's shoes during in between scenes, they would just pick him up and carry him around. Like, sure. and I'm just like laughing out loud because he's so tiny. Yeah, he's like a little fella. Right. <laughs> he's just a little guy. You know? I think I I saw somewhere. I think he's like five six or something. Like oh, he's just oh, so small. thought he was shorter than that. I thought he was like Kevin Hart height. So. <laughs> now that is a, a grudge match. I would like to see for sure. There That's why know. Kevin Hart's so high energy. I think he's just. He's got to make up for the height difference. Yeah, he's like those. He's like little dogs. They're yeah. always hyper. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right, we haven't played any clips yet, so I'm just yeah. gonna throw one out here for no reason. We'll just do this one. Marty, you've got to come back with me. Where? Or I just I have to tell you something bad's going to happen. Wait a what are you doing, Doc? <laughs> the first thing Mark says is he's like he can't see through those glasses. Right. <laughs> Welding glasses. I just got Okay, Jennifer's here. We're gonna take the new truck for a spin. Well, bring her along. This concerns her too. I just gotta get to the end real quick here. Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. Fuck! I missed it. There it is. Okay, I just had to say we don't need roads. Classic. Classic. 
I watched this. There's a clip on YouTube that I found that has the comparison of the end of the first one plus uh-huh. the beginning of this one uh-huh. uh, where they replaced the Jennifers. They took yes. out the old one and put the new one in. And I would have thought it would have been a lot closer, like shot for shot. Like they would have done a lot more of like the same exact movements and then had to reshoot it if they got something weird, but it's kind of not done well. Like it's kind of shoddy the way they blocked it, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever, it's interesting to watch the way they, they swapped her out trying to make it seem like she was the same person the whole time. That's on Ah. the YouTubes you said. Yeah. Yeah. There's just like a three minute clip of them comparing the two intros or the outro and the intro to the movies or whatever. Well, Zemeckis said too, that if he knew that they were doing a sequel, that he would not have had Jennifer, like get in the car at the end yeah um so because then he they basically bring her to the future knock her out and then leave her there like right. they, they had to like figure out ways to kind of include her in the story yeah which they didn't like you like Stu was saying they just fucking they conked her on the head and left her in a ditch somewhere like jesus <laughs> <I know. laughs> did I know. uh mandy did you find out why they switched actresses i'm assuming it had something to do with mommy or something no, actually, the first actress, her mom um, was diagnosed with cancer. So right. she was, yeah, I was kind of sad to see that because I did like her. Um, she and then never done anything else, has she? Uh, she did something in 2008 or two, 2007 or 2008, and that was it. Okay. And then her uh, mom getting cancer ruined her career. Right. God damn it, mom. <laughs> Jesus. Although, I mean, she wasn't like a standout in the first one anyway. I mean, she just yeah, kind of bookended right. the the movies, but right. right, right. Yeah. Um, uh, Sh- Elizabeth Shue, right, is the other. Uh-huh. That's the new one, yeah. right? Yes. I was just happy to mm-hmm. see that we didn't get an extended uh, dance scene from her for no reason, like in uh, the uh, like in, Adventures, uh, Adventures of Babysitting. Adventures of Babysitting. God, I was like, good lord, that was my least favorite part of that movie, and I didn't really care for that movie a ton either. But. Are you talking about ah. oh the dance the dance scene in the very beginning? Yes, when she's like dancing around the poles on her what? bed and all that stuff. I was like, good lord, like let's have. Obviously, you've this. never been a teenage girl because that is <laughs> just exactly what we do all the time. For sure, I assume that's what everyone does even now. That's, yep, that's how they start their day. <laughs> Um, also to michael j fox didn't know there was a sequel coming out until he watched the vhs version and it said to be continued at the end of the first one like and then he called his agent and he's like am i in the sequel (laughs) fun and then they they filmed the second and third one like simultaneously right like they were one right after another or whatever in sequence yes yeah but i think that there was some there was some production delays um because of roger rabbit like who framed roger rabbit oh, okay um because they oh, were with working Christopher on that. lloyd sure, sure. yeah you, um, yes well he uh, was still doing family ties so i think they mm-hmm. were running him ragged like he yes. wasn't sleeping he probably got some drug habits or something you know i always wondered if yes. that's what like fucked him up like that's what caused him to have uh Get his parkinson's. parkinson's yeah like there's just some sort of uh just yeah. prolonged stress on the body just kind of broke something somewhere but right, right. Um, no because i feel like that would be every brand new parent would end up with parkinson's yes uh, I, I don't know you don't sooner sleep. or later mandy <laughs> i mean maybe yeah I, um, you know yeah yeah it, doesn't, it didn't catch up with him the next day i mean it's gotta hit eventually i might just start saying things like oh it's my parkinson's don't worry about it <laughs> i feel like that's that's insensitive though so also uh i wanted to ask do you so when old biff goes back gives the book to young biff and then comes back to present day yeah uh future he like starts to have like a heart attack or whatever yeah is that him disintegrating like is that his timeline dying 
Yes. Okay. Um, they actually had deleted scenes where he actually completely disappeared. Oh, okay. Really? That makes a lot more uh-huh. sense. Cause I yeah. was like, I just want like, how weird is it that he went back and had a heart attack? But then I was like, wait a second. It's probably because he no longer exists in this timeline anymore. Yeah, and they so tried to make it. Remember when Marty's in the dance and he's starting to disappear and he like bends over while he's playing the guitar. Yep. Right. Like they. Well, then he looks it. at his hand, right, and it's yeah. all like disappeary. They yeah. should have thrown. They should have thrown some of that in there, I think. But hmm. I don't know. Um, fuck. What was I gonna say? I don't remember. Well, in lieu of did, that, I guess I'll just. Did play you know that uh, the guy who played Biff, uh, Tom Wilson, was a stand-up uh-huh. comedian? Yes. I think yeah. we might have talked about that in the last episode too, where yeah, the yeah. first one. Yeah, because I think yeah. we had said. Good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's a guitar guy, right? Like, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, guitar it? guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he has that. Uh, I'm not. My name's not Biff or something. Yes, or I'm, I'm not yes. Biff. Yeah, that was very funny. That's the yeah. only thing I've really heard of him doing, other than a few little clips of some shitty stand-up. But uh, even that was like, all right, we get it. Like, had enough. <laughs> I had enough of this. It. <laughs> he um i think he is for me excuse me he is the standout character i think in this i mean sure. not standout character but standout actor because obviously he plays three characters yeah um so even in yeah. the beginning he plays like um like imbecilic biff like the track green track suit sort of wax your car biff yes that means that in that timeline that biff had to have had a son right in order for his grandson to exist in the future. Yes. And Timeline. they don't right. mention, and they don't mention the, they don't mention Biff's parents or at all. Yeah. Because but that just means that Biff's son would have had to have been roughly the same age as Marty in, right. the, in the regular timeline. You know, it just yeah. seems weird that we don't, we never meet what eventually would become Biff Biff's, Jr. or whatever. Yeah. Biff Jr. And then the grandson Griff or whatever. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that is true. Weird. Interesting. Um, yeah, and that's what I put I on here. I just wrote a, wrote down that I was like, "Wimpy Biff had a kid." Like, I don't know who was going after. I'm going to wax your truck, Biff. But somebody apparently well, did. Well, they were someone was trying to get his uh, car washing money. So, yeah, for you know. sure. <laughs> <Just wanted to laughs> get some, they needed some of that action. Yeah, a free uh, a free spit shine from. Or he, he knocked Biff. up a prostitute. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look at what he ended up doing in the future with the casino. And did you notice that the sign said smoking required? Oh, fun. Going into the casino, I'm like, that is hilarious. Right. And I was a little offended by all the bikers because my parents are bikers and like they have a lot of biker friends. And I'm oh, like, that's okay. kind of stereotypical that like all of these bikers are going to be going in there. Right. Nice. Because when you go into the casino, bikers aren't usually who you see. Well, he's got to cater to a specific clientele. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Stu, we know you went through some version of COVID or whatever it was. Yes. Some terrible illness that you suffered through. It I just wanted to give working. everyone out there listening some tips. Uh, these are some tips provided by Doc. Uh, so these are things to live by if you want to get out there and survive uh, the COVID. <laughs> Don't talk to anyone. Don't touch anything. Don't do anything. Don't interact with anyone and try not to look at anything. That's it. I mean, if you just follow all those rules. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, it's pretty spot on. It's yeah. some good tips, man. Good tips, Doc. Thank you. Right. You take over for Dr. Fauci. Yeah, sure. right. Somebody's going to have to. Mm-hmm. That man's oh, going to get murdered gosh. in his sleep by, oh, I hope not. by Trump's cronies. That's right. If they don't uh, all go to jail in the meantime. But, I know, right? They just dra- they're dropping like flies here. I know. It's ridiculous. It's just amazing. 
Um, also, too, might you know, in the future when um, the sister comes out, when um, uh, Jennifer come get like the young Jennifer walks into the house, and then the sister walks, you know, um, that's actually Michael J. Fox. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Uh, dressed as a did. woman. Yes, I yeah. think it's okay. Unmistakably, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a hot Which, chick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh uh, no. Ugh. No, come on, man. And of course, no. everyone knows that um, Crispin Glover was not Crispin Glover in the second one, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What was his problem? He just uh, he hates everybody or something. Yeah. He he's he, a fucking wackaloon to begin with, but he tried to re uh, re up his contract to try to get as, as much money. So the studio apparently claims he was trying to get as much money as Michael J. Fox. He oh. claims he was trying to get as much money as Biff. And yeah, I think Leah Thompson too. Like he, Leah Thompson yeah. was making so much more money than he was. Um, and Which, also he was a standout he, in the first movie. Like he was a huge part sure. of the first movie and, and he was great in it. And I'm sad yeah. that it didn't work out because I feel like they could have utilized that character a lot more in yes. the second one. Um, but yeah. And then he got in a huge uh, bitch fight with the studio and mm-hmm. uh, he eventually ended up suing them successfully yes. suing them after the third movie came out so for using his likeness yeah um he and instead of taking him to trial they gave him like seven hundred and sixty thousand dollars or yeah something he like got that. like three quarters of a million dollars settlement out yep. of court for for using his likeness so they in the first movie which this is all part of like the commentary shit that's on the dvd and stuff too um so for the first movie they had to take molds of his face to add the prosthetics to make him older uh the older version of uh, his dad, right, of George. Mm-hmm. And then in the second movie, they took the reverse of those prosthetics. Like they filled in the inside and made a new mask out of the inside of the prosthetics, which were his face, and put them on some guy who had worked with Crispin in some movie previously. And uh, they called him in to just be like a stand in. They tricked yeah. this guy, kind of. Huh. They, they said, We need you to come in for a movie that we're doing. And the guy was like, well, I know you're working on Back to the Future 2. Is that the movie? And they're like, we're not at liberty to say. And he was like, well, fuck it. Let's sign me up for it anyway, because I'm pretty sure that's what it is. They got him in. They started putting these prosthetics on him. And he thought he was just going to be like standing across from Crispin in those like cut scenes where it shows both actor, you know, both people on the screen. And then they eventually just wrote like they kept putting him into wardrobe and they kept putting him into like further into the production. And eventually he was like, what's happening here? And they're like, can you just be in the movie? Like, we're just going to have you in instead of Crispin. And he was just kind of like, I guess at this point. And yeah, uh, because George McFly was supposed to have, you know, a quite a bit of, of dialogue and a lot of different things in the, this movie. And then, then when all this happened, they're like done, George McFly is dead. We killed him. (laughs) And then they said that they, it didn't work out. Like the prosthetics didn't work enough. He didn't look enough like George McFly. So that's yeah. why they flipped him upside down. They they like were like, how can we do this to make it not seem apparent? But you I had absolutely no fun. idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> His big, big but I had no idea that that was not uh, Crispin Glover until I bought the the DVD copy and watched. Yeah. The, now I I know we're jumping ahead, but I know this movie had to made like a shit ton of money from the first one. It's just weird that you're you're going to argue essentially over like pennies and nickels sure. to mm-hmm. pay Crispin Glover. It, well, it's well, he claims that he claims that it's because he didn't like the ending of the first movie, um, and he tried to make like script changes. So Zemeckis was like, "I don't want to deal with you." So. He offered him for the second movie. It was like a ridiculously low amount. Like sure. I'm talking like 
like hundreds, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, but not that many hundreds. Huh. And he was like, the guy who ended up doing it, they said they just paid him scale. Like they just paid him actor scale for like the days that he worked, which yeah. was super under what they needed to have paid uh, Crispin Glover to Crispin get him Glover. to do it. So, I mean, I guess it kind of made sense economically that way, but I think it would have made for a better movie if they had just put yeah. up the cash. Well, what and when this, Kristen Glover, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say what this tells you is that we're all expendable, right? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, no, none of it, uh, they would have written out yeah. fucking um, Marty probably. Yeah. Well, they fuck, they kind of did in the first one. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, it was uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, the first oh, guy, uh, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that, because he he sucked at it. They so were like, like this, no, you can't do this. This whole movie, like, franchise is full of, like, shitty stuff they did to actors. They had to buy out his contract <laughs> in the beginning in the first one. But, sure. um, okay, so you have access to a time machine. Uh, this is a question for both of you. You have access to a time machine. You can either go forward in time or backward in time, but you have to stay there. Oh, man. What do you do? Uh, if you got to stay there, I guess I'm going back in time. Okay. Because I'm going to just do the whole Biff Tannen thing. I'm like, I know who won shit. Sure. I'm gambling all damn day. <laughs> Would you question yourself at all? Like, do, Are you confident that you know like who won World Series in X year no, or whatever? No. I would, I would have fun. I would still do it. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> the Bills didn't win four Super Bowls in a row, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just always the Bills forever. You could just like befriend someone like, you know, like Bill Gates or something and like try to right. help them out. Yeah. 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 Sure. Get in with people for sure. Steve Jobs. Uh, what's his face? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, and Marty knows that the the Cubs win the World Series in 2015 just from having been part of this loop. Mm -hmm. So you would have thought he would have retained that knowledge once everything fixed itself, went back to normal, and then he moved on to have children and everything else, that he would have just been stacking cash away knowing that 2015 was coming, that he could just bet it all on the Cubs and just make a humongous windfall at that point, but he clearly didn't. One spot. Yeah, right? I mean, you just start collecting cash wherever you could and hoarding it until 2015. The one thing that bothered me about that sports almanac was how thin it was. <laughs> sure, For it every major. years of all the sporting <laughs> events. It's like 10 pages or whatever. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, Mandy, Matt, what about what you? you do? Oh. Uh, I definitely wouldn't go in the future just no. because what if, what if there wasn't one? Right. And you like go, you know, you go forward and then it's just like, you know, Skynet had just been there and then sure. you'd be stuck there. <laughs> so, so you go backwards. I, I would, yeah. How and far I, how far back? Um, not I would probably maybe like, I don't know, like the fifties or sixties. Okay. Um That's probably, when America yeah. was great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, be careful, I mean, Stu. I, the, the resolution on your camera is not that great for right now. We right? can see you wearing for a your red hat. hat so. yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. There, I better turn it around. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Now, he's, now he's like one of the kids. He's <laughs> young and hip. What's up, yeah. my fellow children? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Matt? I don't know. I'm just asking questions here. No, I would. Um, I always kind of like to see what would happen, like what where this is all going to go. Um, but I feel like I wouldn't go forward enough. Like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't want a chance going forward like 30 years or 50 years. I would just go forward like, I don't know, like a year just to see where this all pans out, you know, from, sure. from now. 
But what if he did yeah, go but, ahead 30 years and then you were dead though, right? Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, oh, but, fuck, I got in a car wreck. That's where the whole like loop continuum thing happens where it just wouldn't be possible. Like, it, it freaks me out, man. Thinking about this stuff in my brain makes no sense to me, it, but it, it still it lets me circle around the drain for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like that first timeline with like, you know, big boobs, what's her face and Biff, <laughs> like they, like, what if that did just continue? And like, that was just like a shitty, like life for everybody. Sure. And Jennifer's stuck there. <laughs> like, well, that's like, right. When we were talking about Groundhog Day yeah, and like all of those time loops that he's involved in, they keep going. It seems as if they keep going without him. Yeah. Because once he dies, we watch them go and like mourn over his dead body in mm-hmm. Groundhog Day. So it's the same with this. Like, do these timelines that they're creating by going back in time continue on without them? In which case, uh, Jennifer and the dog are just screwed on that guy's porch for no reason. And they're just left mm-hmm. there forever. Right. right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, that's so, so freaking scary. I do want to, Oh, we did talk about needles here. So let me just play some flea action for us here. Hey, Big M. How's it hanging, McFly? <laughs> hey, Needles. With a sock oh, on the end of it? That's... Did you take a look at that <laughs> business proposal of mine? I don't know, Needles. What are you afraid of? So you think he's in the pocket of the feds right now? He's trying to bait him into it? And if yeah. I work, Needles, I could get fired. It's illegal. I mean, what if the JITS is monitoring, huh? The, the JITS. The JITS will never find <laughs> out. Oh, Come on. Stick your card in the slot and I'll handle it. Gross. Unless you want everyone in the division. <laughs> Chicken. What a character Nobody. flaw. What a way to lean into it, too. Nobody. <laughs> Whatever. We don't well, need and that. Well, and that was the reason they did that is because they st- said that Marty was just, like, too perfect. So they needed to add, like, the whole chicken thing. But it gets way overdone in this movie. Yes. Because it gets said, yeah. And it's, like, so much could have been prevented if he just wouldn't have that. Yeah, like go talk to someone. Go talk to a professional and figure out what the hell's wrong with this whole no one can call me chicken thing. Um, and um, since we haven't done, um, since we haven't done any real clips yet, anyway, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this one out here. It's a little short guy. Hi, friends. Goldie Wilson III for Wilson Hover Conversion System. <laughs> you know, when well, my grandpa Mayor Goldie Wilson shows Iraq, up again here. He had to worry about Goldie Wilson Jr. Now the third. All right. Um, but, the, but the mayor is Goldie Wilson Jr. now. That yeah. guy was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Would, would you guys have your car hover converted? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have that Ford Focus flying in the skies. <laughs> Woo-wee! <laughs> nice. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the amount of road rage that I have, I probably shouldn't yeah. be able to just fly just, over people. Yeah, just keep it but, on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you need a pilot's license to drive that thing then i would right? assume so yeah there's got to be some sort of clearance issues and yeah well like when he comes back in and it's just like taxi cabs flying at your face like right you're fucked like you're just done for <laughs> like, which uh, is funny because if they treat everything like it was before if he goes back in time say he's in like the the parking lot of the mall and he goes back in time when he comes out into the past He's in the field, like the pine tree field that the mall was, right? Yeah. Right. Flying above Marty's street, presumably when he gets to the future, he would be flying above Mar- Marty. What was Marty's street again? And I right. don't think he is. I think he's just flying in some weird like airport 
area where a bunch of flying cars are buzzing around. Cause right. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I love um, that Marty's neighborhood turns out to be like super shitty. Like the one he thought was going to be amazing. Yes. He's like, hell yes. yeah, I'm living amazing. here now. Yeah. Yes. That is so hilarious. Um, so there is a uh, Sharon or sorry, Cheryl Wheeler Duncan was a stunt double. Um, and she was injured during the filming of the, when the futuristic hoverboard people, like all of the jerks, um, when they're flying and, um, and Biff and they all fly through the window, she was supposed to fly through the window also, but she hit the cement column and fell and she fell 30 feet. Um, they actually kept that in the film. So the next time you watch that. I was just going to ask that that if they, if they mm -hmm. kept that scene. Yeah, they couldn't do it again. So yeah, so when you see like the person hit the column and then like slam into the ground, that is totes that real woman poor thing. Good wow. Yeah. What right, happened we, to her? I mean, I, she I, she lived, but she oh. was like ser- seriously. She had to be hung upside down on a floating contraption for yeah. the rest of her life. I mean, honestly, I went <laughs> to the injury. chiropractor today, and I feel well. like I would probably benefit from one of those things. Sure. <laughs> Like just inverted, me upside down. Yeah, an inverted Skywalker thing. All right. Yes. Uh, so we're getting to the end of the first half of the conversation here, and we always have a little activity that we do with all of our guests. So, Stu, uh, after yeah. the little theme song here, we have an activity for you that you're well aware of. But I know. Uh, it comes with a theme song that I have shortened to make things go a little smoother. Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right. It is time for us to play. Chop this synopsis where we ask you, our guest, Stu, to take this movie and condense it down with the synopsis of the film in 10 words or less. So we would need from you something that would go on the back of a DVD or on the drop down from Netflix, something to talk you into watching this movie. Uh, back to the Future Part 2. Maybe don't use the title because it's very long. So that's going to go half your words are gone right away. So uh, once we get back from the break, we will get that from you. You'll have the break to figure it out, and then we will be right back after these messages. Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental Podcast, so can you keep them quiet during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental Podcast? I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. Hi, this is Bob from Your Welcome Future Self, the podcast. Each week, myself and my co-host Adam come together to become less terrible people one episode at a time. It's a show about creating goals and trying to keep them. I hope you listen in wherever you get your podcasts and join us on our journey of self-improvement and mental health and stability. (laughs) Or instability, I don't know. But come on, join us. Chop this, chop this, synopsis. And we're back. All right. It is time now for the rousing conclusion of Chop This Synopsis. So, Stu, if you could please regale us with your 10-word or less synopsis of the Back to the Future Part 2. Here we go. You saw the first one? It's the same, but different. <laughs> there you go. 
so true. That's kind of like the trailer for the second movie. It's like, it starts out with like, do you remember? And then it just kind of goes like clips of the original movie. And I was like, all right, I get it. But you can't go wrong. I mean, I think everybody loved the first one. So you're like, oh, it's the same, but different. I'm in. For sure. I mean, that's what I expect when I go to see a sequel. I don't want it to be completely different. I want there to still be, but I don't want it to be exactly the same either. Sure. You know? So you get a different uh, George McFly. You get a different Jennifer. So, I mean, there, there's enough of a change for you. <laughs> just do the same. characters. Yeah. In the, in the fourth one, they'll just bring back Eric Stoltz. It'll be the greatest of all time. No, God. <laughs> no. no Stoltz. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. He's oh, back in the mask, too. Yeah, right. I I think the reason like one like there were the reason I didn't like this one as much is um or I loved it so much more as a kid but when I rewatched it um as a kid I just loved the hoverboard scenes I loved the colors it was very colorful it's sure. it, it just seemed you know really exciting and I actually forgot at the end that there's no resolution. Yeah. And last night when we were watching it I was like what the fuck like I don't remember there not being an ending. And, and I didn't like the third one, so I'm like, I'm not going to watch the third one, so I feel very unsatisfied. Uh, you'll you'll have to watch it eventually, because we'll, we'll, we'll cover <laughs> yeah. it. But. Sure. <laughs> I'd, I'd encourage you to watch the third one. I mean, yeah. I, I, legi- I was like you. I was like, I did not like the third one. Then I watched mm-hmm. it again. I was like, oh, this it's all right. It's Who's all the, right. Yeah. the lady in the third? Is that Mary Steenburgen? Yeah. That, I really enjoyed yeah, her right. in, the sec- or in the third movie. I thought she was great. Yeah. Um, and I liked, uh, I just like the atmosphere. I like a weird, wacky sort of Western theme. I thought it was cool and, and drastically different than the originals. So it was fun. I, I hated Michael J. Fox's outfit in that movie. Like I specifically remember like thinking like this sucks so bad. But... Dorky. Yeah. Yes. Didn't it have like, like Adams or something on his sleeves and he right. had like the tassels hanging down and stuff. It was yeah. great. I don't know. We'll talk I about love, it in a Well, year. they do the same <laughs> gag in this one too. They're like, he's like, here, have 50 bucks, go buy some fifties clothes and be inconspicuous. And he's yes. dressed as like a greaser spy or some shit. I don't yeah. know what he was thinking, oh. but yeah, it's it great. Was <laughs> I mean, 50 bucks back in the fifties, he could have gotten a lot of, so he had bought a car. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Brought For the sure. whole store. <laughs> Um, so we talked, I actually, I accidentally said this in the, during the last episode that we did on the first movie. Um, but Elijah Wood is, is in this movie. Yes. I did say oh, Matt, yeah. yes. The kid. Yeah. The, Playing the, the arcade game. Yeah. You got to use your hands. Those are for babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, I, and so that's, that is like a, a cameo. And then we had, you know, Michael ah, and all what? that good stuff. Oh, Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Oh, I was like, what is that noise you just tried to make? Oh, hee hee. I don't know. There, there, yeah, there you go. You guys want a Pepsi? Yeah. And then we had Max Headroom show up. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was exciting. Uh, and then I don't know who the hell was that. They had the screens that were like bouncing back and forth when he was talking about getting a Pepsi. And it I don't was, know. Uh, was... It was Reagan in the Ayatollah Khomeini. Okay. Okay. And I thought it was something like that, but I was like, I don't know who this other guy is, but he seemed very right. ominous. <laughs> yeah. There was like he fire reminded, behind him. He reminded me of, of um, Osama bin Laden from South Park. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. Um, let's do, because we were talking about uh, Biff Tannen taking over the world and having his casino, I did pull the clip of the Biff Tannen Museum. Uh, which I thought would be super interesting if I had enough time, I would have removed all of the mentions of Biff and Biff Tannen and replaced them with Donald Trump because it, it totally tracks if you, if you listen. So sure. There we go. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Biff Tannen Museum. <laughs> Donald Trump Museum. Hill Valley's number one citizen and America's greatest living folk hero, the one and only Biff Tannen. Of course, you know, you know Biff wrote the, the script. Right. But right. Exactly. Inside, you will learn how Biff Tannen became one of the richest and most powerful men in America. <laughs> learn the amazing history of the Tannen family, starting with his great-grandfather, Buford Mad Dog Tannen. I just like it be, and being referred to as Buford Mad Dog Trump, like his dad. <laughs> on his 21st birthday, made him a millionaire overnight. Share in the excitement of a fabulous winning streak that earned him the nickname, the luckiest man on earth. Learn how Biff parlayed that lucky winning streak into the vast empire called Biffco. Discover how in 1979 Biff successfully lobbied to legalize gambling and turned Hill Valley's dilapidated courthouse into a beautiful casino hotel. <laughs> he, he turned a courthouse into a casino. Right. That's, like, right. that's some, some shit he would do. Yeah. But yeah, so there's uh, that's the history of Donald Trump, if anyone was curious. Straight on. It's the truth. Uh, yes. you know what, I, what I did need more of in this movie that I was not uh, given was more uh, Mr. Strickland. I really, I really was yeah. hoping right, yeah. for a larger portion of this movie to have Mr. Strickland in him. I well, feel like high school burned down, man. Yeah, what six years ago. Uh, I feel like he could have like helped him get through like the Biff. Like you know how he's like, how'd you get past my security downstairs? I thought it would have been really cool if he'd have gotten Mr. Strickland to give him a hand with with security. But here's Mr. Right. Strickland. So you're the son of a bitch who's been stealing my newspapers. Mr. Strickland. Mr. Strickland. It's, it's, it's me, sir. It's Marty. Oh. Marty McFly. Marty McFly. Don't you know me, sir, from school, sir? I've never seen you before in my life, but you look to me like a slacker. Fucking slackers. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. I am a slacker. Do you remember you gave me detention last week? Last week. The school burnt down six years ago. Now you got exactly three seconds to get off my porch with your nuts intact. One. Oh, please, Mr. Strickland. I just want to know what the hell is going on here. Yeah. I love that it sounds like the dogs are Mr. Strickland's dogs when we were listening uh, to the clip. Yeah, like you couldn't even tell. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> it's just my, a, a random wean dog in the background, right? Wean dog? <laughs> I love that he was wearing those like bandolero things. <laughs> yes. Wrapped in the hilt. You're like, what the fuck's going on? And clearly <laughs> the drive-by is like a nightly occurrence. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 when I, th I think the first time I watched it, I was like, you, Matt, I was like, Oh, he's going to team up with the principal. Yeah. He's going to get some shit done. And then you're like, nope, we never see him. Again. No, that's what we needed. This movie needed some like hardcore, like uh, action sequences and shit. But no, it needed more. It needed more Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Yeah, I was going to say the, the only hardcore we got was Billy Zane dragging him out of the room or whatever. Oh, right. He's right. a handsome man right there. All, we also got, I mean, this was probably the most stressful part of the movie here. Right. Oh, yes. Hey, wait. Wait a minute. What, 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 what are you doing in my room? Help! What are you doing in my room? Right. Help! Freeze! Freeze, sucker! from uh lethal weapon what's his face standing lover mm. oh yeah no at first i was like oh the standing lover and i'm like right. no it's not so yep. yeah yeah um i don't know <laughs> do you know who that guy is i don't know if he's a person oh. at i all. mean i don't even know what they would be what they would call him angry dad <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah angry dad one 
Yeah. Well, and it's funny because um, Jay Koch played Ronald Reagan in the, as the waiter in the video, and he got on the, like the top billing. Oh, so. weird. Yeah, he's on the billing card for some reason. Yeah, oh, and like. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, anyway. All right. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, do you want to just jump into some more games and stuff? I do have a couple of yeah clips, but no. otherwise. I got. Yeah. I'm good for games. Let's All do right. some games, man. All right. What? Uh, where do we want to go first? Um, we can do blockbuster. If box you want. office, you mean? <laughs> or bo- box? Oh, sorry, I'm I'm not paying attention. I'm still looking for the guy. Okay. Uh, of course, this has a theme song as well. And Stu, you're uh, familiar. It's a good one. Yeah, you're familiar with this one. Here we go. Nice. Box office theme song. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. Recorded live <laughs> in the studio. That's right. Box office theme song. Short and sweet. That's all we need. That's all you yeah, need I for that. I can't find that guy. No go on that. All right. All right. No. All Give right. Up. I am. I'm just giving up on life. All right. <laughs> Stu, how yes. much do you think that it cost to make this movie back in 1989? Yeah, you know, I wish I could remember from Back to the Future 1 what it was because it'd probably be pretty similar, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I thought the same thing with like ages. I'm like, oh, if we would remember a year ago, it'd be, sure. this would be easy. I, I don't, I'm going to say uh, 36 million. Okay. Matt, do you already know this? I don't already know it. I was sorry. I was sucked into a Google hole looking for that man as well. Uh, I, I typed into Google uh, baseball bat dad back to the future, and it brought up an ABC news story of a Florida father brutally beaten with a baseball bat. So, oh, Jesus. Let's uh, skip that forever. Hide that one. <laughs> yeah, Hide right. That. Hide that. It's, always, it's always the Florida people. Yeah, right. Florida man. Um, I'm going to say this movie was just a huge money bleed, but I got a feeling it made a ton back again. So I'm going to say this one cost them probably in the upper like 50s or 60 million ish to, to make this movie. Okay. Um, you overbid. Stu okay. was closer. It was 40 million. Oh, all right. Now. I was pretty close. For sure. Yeah. Look at that. All right. I, I, they all spent right. every dime. Stu, you were talking on your podcast about how CGI didn't exist until like the year 2000. Well, apparently it was wrong. Yeah, you were. Point out how, <laughs> how wrong I was. Well, I mean, because like in this movie, they they played the shit out of some uh, some CGI nonsense here. Yeah, they did. Flying cars, yeah. flames in the sky, all that good right, stuff. Right, right. Even oh my like, god! Like, him, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, just like the scene where they throw where Biff is sitting next to old man Biff, and he throws the almanac to him across the seat, and it like the book flips, but it's clearly like. <laughs> superimposed over top of the movie it was great i was like all right come on um so the shark from jaws like looks like the shark from baby shark videos it was so not scary right well he he, even he mentions it yeah he's like the the shark still doesn't look real but yeah yeah it's yeah but i mean all right okay how much Stu? how much do you think that it made worldwide Uh, 40 I'm going to say 180 million. Okay. Matt. I'm going to say something redonkulous. Let's go with like 300 million. Woo. 336 million. Hell oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. They so win. crazy. They, they, <laughs> they won on that one. In the meantime, Kristen Clover's like, you fuckers couldn't give me a million dollars. Right. They That's gave him 750 God bless America. How greedy do you need to be, Zemeckis? Wow. Right. Yeah. I do. Know, I, I think it was an issue with him being like, bitchy about yeah. the script because he thought the message of the movie was that the more money you make the happier you are 
And he did not agree with that. So he was like, because mm-hmm. at the end, they're a more affluent family. He's written, written a book and he's gotten a deal and they're out playing tennis with each other. And clearly they're more happy and, and more affluent at the end, the parents are. And he's like, that just doesn't seem like the message this movie's trying to convey. And I, I don't think I necessarily got that though. Yeah. I, didn't, no. I didn't get the, the money. I just got like, they were happier. And as a result of their happiness, they made more money. So sure. yeah, I don't think it's a correlation per se, but before all that stuff, they weren't happy. Yeah. No, it I was, think it I think that like they were poor. It was that they weren't, he, they weren't so socially awkward. Like, yeah. That's what changed. And I think that Kristen Glover is upset because he is socially awkward as fuck. And he was <laughs> he like, is. oh. Yeah, yeah like real. I want the guy to still be a nerd and still be a success at the end, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, uh, I just wanted to also mention uh, Jailbird, uh, uh, Uncle Jailbird Joey apparently uh, yeah. is also still Uncle Jailbird Joey even in the future where Biff becomes yeah. uh, the president of everything. So yeah. Is he? Like he yeah, because yeah, he said you'll go. He said you want your kid to end up in jail just like your uncle, and then he's like you'll be a whole family of jailbirds or whatever. Right, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, you're right. So hey, it was. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can't escape your future, man. Right, right. Yeah, there's no butterfly know. effect on him. It just, the one he, thing that always kind of bothered me was like how the other siblings were very successful, but yet they were still living at home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, like putting on a suit and tie with a. He's got like a briefcase, and she's right. wearing like a. A power suit, like they're sharing like, cars with their mom and dad. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? It's fun. And they just did not show up in this movie, right? Did I miss them, or are they just not? No, in? No, uh, they originally were supposed to, but then the um, sister couldn't. They were going to have the sister be a prostitute in the future. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, but she ended up being very, very pregnant, and oh. so well, that would have been they, great. <laughs> I pregnant, thought the same thing—a right, pregnant prostitute prost- or like a pregnant stripper or something. Yeah. But that would have yeah. been awesome. Um, but since they didn't have, they couldn't bring her, they didn't bring him because people would have been like, oh, well, what happened to the sister then? Why isn't she in the movie? So they just scrapped the whole thing. Huh. Um, if I, do I you, remember right that the sister was in Bachelor Party? I yes. don't. Yeah, his, I think. His sister. Think Joe Sperber. Yeah, you, you had known about her in the first time we talked about it, right? Yeah. I think she was in Bosom Buddies. Yeah. Weird. Look at that. Very weird. Yeah. She's dead I now, know. I think, too. She's dead. She's I dead. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Rips to Sperber. <laughs> Rips to Sperber. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we might be spreading false information. So. That doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> who, who are we? Students seem like super 100% on that, so. People can Google shit, whatever. Well, either, gotta, way, either way, she's dead to him. Either way. <laughs> yeah, true story. He probably tweeted at her once and she didn't reply, so now she's dead to him. That's all, that's all it takes. She's dead. She's dead. She <laughs> died right. in 2005. She's wicked dead. Oh, oh no. so dead. Oh, bummer. Well, that's sad. She, she was in Bosom Buddies. Look I was that. correct. Was she in Bachelor Party as well? Uh, let me see. Now, now you're making me look for her. That's sad because if she was pregnant in 89, uh-huh. in 2005, she would have had a child still. Yeah, she was a very... bachelor party. Look at that. Gotcha. All truthful information. Right, yeah, man. Hey. We're not out here trying to tell people that Eddie Murphy had 29 kids. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am. Um, no, no I got, mean, it's he's got like 13 or, or whatever, but <laughs> the last. <laughs> Our last episode, Mandy was like, I feel like we're disseminating incorrect information after she had just said that Eddie Murphy had 29 children. So, yeah, that's true. Like, clearly, we, um, don't, we don't care about the info that we're giving out. How right. did she die? If I'm anyone comes here, if anyone ends up here for like critical information about anybody, you have come to the very oh wrong, my gosh. wrong place. So. 
You are on the wrong road. Oh, sad. All right. I mean, I don't know what you were expecting would have been a more acceptable answer. I mean, she died while saving a baby out of a burning building. That's what I was hoping for. She was Uh, a hero. Yeah. She was. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's the end of that. We want to do ages? Yeah. All right. We have a theme song for that as well, provided by a listener slash guest, Mr. Brandon Alberta. Let's play Guess the Age. (laughs) Short and sweet. Let's play Guess the Age. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Um, How old do you think Michael J. Fox was? Uh, I'll say 54. No, no. No, sorry. He's, uh, because I'm trying to think, like, how old is he now? I think he's 54 now. So 1989, I'll say he was 23. Okay. That's a lot of math. There's like no way I would have been able to do that. No, it's it's all good. (laughs) I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say he was probably in his early 20s-ish. So I'll just say like 21. 28. Oh, wow. Wow, I was wicked wrong. Look at that. That's Uh, crazy. When did the first one come out? 85. His memory, he's like, I got to go back to the year 1985. Yeah. And so this one came out, what, four years later? This is 89, right? Wow. And he already had signs of Parkinson's. Um, when the third movie came out, it was in 90. And in between 85 and 90, he had lost his ability to um, skateboard like he used to. Okay. And he didn't, he didn't know it at the time that it was due to his Parkinson's. So, huh. yeah, sad and stuff. He really played the guitar, didn't he? At least somewhat, I thought I heard. Oh my gosh, like you're making me, it's like, okay, so what I do for this podcast, it's like when I was in high school and I crammed for a test. Sure. I, le- I learned it for the test, but then as soon as the test was over, it left my mind. So, so yeah, any, anything, yeah. any info we had for the first one is gone completely? Yes. I mean, unless <laughs> it's something like a super significant, like the throw, shoe throwing guy from Austin Powers being like kidnapping and torturing people for like yeah. years and years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Odd job but, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> random task. Yeah, <laughs> random task. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. But other than that, like, I don't remember. Okay. So next uh, next age. All right. Christopher Lloyd. How old do you think he was? <laughs> that might be more in that 54 range you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 42. Okay. I'll give him a solid 50. Yeah, he's 51. Okay. Wow. Look at that. Job, Which yeah. to me, I mean, I guess because they put him in old looking. Is he and, oh. still alive currently? Yes. Still yeah, alive? He is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, I know. I, I'm always he's like, gotta oh be gosh, on like, he... He's got to be on a watch list. Every time I see him come up like in a commercial or something, I'm like, what the fuck is he still doing here? Like, how is he still alive? <laughs> well, we talked about that during Roger Rabbit. I was like, I didn't, I thought he was dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, he, um, but they make him look older as Doc, obviously, for 1985 than he was supposed to be when he was back in 1955. So when he does the whole face rejuvenation thing and peels all of his skin off, right? Like that's actually so that he doesn't have to wear anything to make him look like 1985 Doc. He can just be like normal, you know, normal age or whatever. But and I always felt like he looked like he was 150 years old. Like, yeah, no matter when, right? This movie yeah. spans over like 60 years, right? When they go back, they go back 30 years and then they go forward 30 years and he just looks the same yeah. 
wherever he is in the movie. He so. even looked old in the old sitcom Taxi. Right? Yes. Like, even yeah. though he was like a burnout, but I'm like, God, this guy looks old. Right, yeah. He well, looks like someone just hit him in the face with a shovel and threw some mud on him or something. He's like, oh, I feel like he, he was rough. the only guy on the like, high school baseball team that had the like, super receding hairline, you know? Like, right, it starts yeah. in the middle of his head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, the, Who else we got? Right. Um, how about uh, Thomas Wilson, um, Biff? Yeah. The guy that, well, Biff and Griff. The guy Biff, that Griff, him. and yeah. old Biff. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say uh, 28. I feel like he yeah. was way older than Michael J. Fox it was really? at the time, but I don't know for sure. So yeah, I'm going to say he was like 32. He was 30. You guys are in, oh, okay. dead in the middle. So. And then I only have one more, and just because you love her so, how old do you think Elizabeth Shue was? Oh, God. <laughs> I do love Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's see, 89. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 23. God, I hey, feel Matt? like she was I'm gonna say she was probably like 28. Okay. She was 25 in the, okay. middle, in the middle again there. Yeah. Right in the middle, yep. yeah. Look at that. Soup's she's cute. the greatest. Yeah, yeah she's awesome. I wonder if Brandon did that on the piano. I helped him move. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) If if that's the case, we'll give you credits for that one as well. (laughs) You're a a trooper. You're a producer on that track. It was awful. Oh, yeah. Not not a recommended uh, activity, huh? Piano mover. Piano's out. Sleeper sofa's out. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like sleeper sofa, like when people ask you to move a couch, that's the first question you ask. Is there a bed in it? Is there a bed in it? <laughs> is there a dead there body is? under I, it? I'm not friends with you anymore. It, or if they say yes to a bed, be like, how old is that motherfucker? Because you know when they first came out with the beds, they had like lead, like <laughs> like yeah. lead legs. Whereas now it's like it's like made out of lightweight aluminum that only takes like you know like two extra pounds to sure. the couch. Uh, we like just had. A, uh, we just had a privacy fence installed in the backyard and my goal like I was like dude I could do this like I could just go buy all the stuff and buy all the things dig like 30 post holes and no. all this nonsense and it kept getting closer and closer to the time that we wanted it done and I was just like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna have someone else do this for me because you know what I, I'm gonna call Jared Hibbs yeah right right I, yeah, well, that's what I, did. I saw Jared's and it was taking like more than just a week or what like it was mm-hmm, continuing yeah. out past a couple of weeks and I was like I don't have time for this. Fuck that. I'm, right, I'm out. Right. That's the same thing that's going to happen every time I have to move from now on, I think. I've reached the age now where if I ever have to move again, it's going to be a hired job for someone else to do. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. College hunks. That's what you're <laughs> For sure. That's it. Yeah. And I might, I, might just move, I might just move everything from one room into another just, for the, just to get them in the house. <laughs> Why do they have college sluts? Sure. Yeah. College um, I'm pretty. Sluts. They, they just, do have college sluts, and they're everywhere. Yeah, they they already make those. Yeah, they're making money already. They don't need the jobs. That's true. That uh, true. They just stand in the room and be like, "Um, this is really heavy. Could you <laughs> could you help me? <laughs> could you help me move this? Like, why are you here? <laughs> they, I'm a college well, you I'm you a college. move it. Right. You move you move your stuff while they just compliment how muscular you are and touch your biceps. Oh, you're so big and manly. <laughs> it's just on the side. It just says one truck and a slot on the side of there. <laughs> it's not a truck though. Like no. something. Yeah, one me one Miata, two sluts. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's getting dangerously uh, close to a, a video. One, I don't want yeah. to see. Yeah. Right, right, right. 
Google it. Oh, yeah, right. Here we go. <laughs> Let me share my screen real quick. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We want to move on to the next. Right. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on to the next game, and it has a theme song as well. Do you hear what I hear? What, 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 what's that sound? All right. This game is called What's That Sound? And this is where I take a sound from this movie and I play it out loud for the both of you. Stu, you're going to get first crack at it to tell me what's happening on screen while this sound is happening. And I do want to, again, shout out thanks to Jacob Kuban. We seem to have been able to remedy the issues we were having with the audio. So although it's not ideal, this is probably the best it's ever going to get. So, Yay! Uh, thank you, Jacob. <laughs> Kuboner. Yeah. All right. So the first sound goes... Okay, I'm going to turn it down a little bit to prep for this one. I may have to turn it back up, but here we go. Well, I would assume that's when they crash into the courthouse. That is correct. Yay! <laughs> Look at that. I wanted to get something that was uh, a little Easy. more, yeah, a little more obvious, but not quite right. like. I suck at this, man. I, yeah. I, this one is not good for me. <laughs> I usually get none out of three. Well, so. you're batting a thousand. Here we go. All right. Hold on. They didn't all go oh, through the courthouse. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Only, right. there, there was one that didn't quite go through right. the courthouse. Three, three out of the four. Yeah. <laughs> and then that one slut hit the column and <laughs> yeah. fell 30 feet. Yeah, she fell into the back of an ambulance. <laughs> How tragic is it's the woman? The woman yeah. is the one. <laughs> the column. Not the three dudes, but the right. woman. <laughs> Unfortunate. Well, clearly she was not very good at driving and, and just didn't hit the, didn't hit the window yeah, she was had, supposed to. You're right. It was it was her fault. She yeah. was the one dri- was, she, she was the one driving those those cables that were attached right. to her. Right. You shouldn't have been so fat, fat uh, slut. <laughs> slut, you dumb slut. All right. <laughs> and here is the next sound. Ready? That is okay. Jaws. That yeah, is Jaws. Matt. Hey. Okay, seriously. Like, you are you might as well just give Stu a blowjob on this. Because <laughs> yeah. He looks like you're ready for it. Yeah. Come on, you like, slut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 30. Is it 32? 32 dicks? 37 dicks? Uh, 32. Uh, yeah, 37. In a row? Yeah. In a row? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like Stu, these, Stu's pants have been off since the handyman left, so we're <laughs> he's already ready to go. Sure, man. <laughs> I mean, come on, these are ridiculous. Hey, like, well, that's it. That's the two. There were just two. <laughs> oh, there were only you, two. That's right. All right, I'm a thousand. I had a thousand. <laughs> me with me my sports like, references. Thank you. you went from like the most obscure fucking sounds that no one could get, and right. and we were still listening to them underwater. Right, and then that's you... the thing. So I've been progressively getting them easier and easier since they've been sounding like garbage, and I'm just still trained in that sense that like, well, I, j- I want people to just get them. I don't want to have them hanging in the ether forever. Um, Eventually, you're just... gonna be like, you're gonna be like, who's talking? And the person's gonna be like, right. I am Marty McFly. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Marty McFly. <laughs> All right, guys. I do want to hit this. Uh, here's another topic of discussion. Um, this one came directly from uh, Marty McFly. So if we could just listen in for this one real quick, and I do want to hear your responses to this. Talk about deja vu. Let's talk about deja vu. All right. 
Uh, do you guys? So I'm wondering if deja vu is a consequence of time travel, uh, and then also if Alzheimer's is the result of your timeline being fucked up and you're fading away, right? Wow! Like at the end of your life, like something went back in time, fucked up your timeline, and you're you're pulling the, you know, Biff on the side of a car disappearing nonsense yeah do you guys ever experience (laughs) no it's not it's just yeah yeah maybe um but first yeah do you guys ever experience deja vu and not not the strip club uh that's a very deep thing for a slut to say (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i get i get feelings of deja vu a lot i don't know Mm -hmm. how to explain it but you know you always get the feeling like i've already done this before i already met this person Mm -hmm. so Uh Uh, yeah, I don't. Sure. I don't think it's it sig- signifies anything though. It just what, is what it is. What do you think triggers it more? Do you think like a hearing something or seeing something or smelling something triggers that feeling more? I usually feel like it's a location. Okay. Like I feel like I've been here before, uh, so that's what it is for me. That's okay. usually when it happens. Is it is it on your deliveries that you do every day yeah. for? Dinner? Yes, it's on. I it's feel like I've been here before. <laughs> God, I've been here too many times. <laughs> yeah, oh, Mandy, do you get I, that feeling often at all, or anything? Um, yeah, it's more about like I, I feel like I've said like I've, I've said the same thing, like or done the same thing. Um, yeah, that actually happened. It happened like while I was doing research for the podcast. Huh. Um, well, you did research not- the first movie, so it's probably. Pretty similar. <laughs> well, no, it didn't have anything to do with the podcast. My daughter was watching a show, and they said something on the show, and then I could have swore that like the, that same scene happened again. And I looked up to see if like her or my husband had rewound it, and no, yep. they're just like eating. They're eating their dinner, and I was just like, oh, they're. And so uh, you have never seen the Matrix, but they say that that's a glitch in the Matrix. Sure. And, what? You yeah. have never seen the Matrix. Oh, I've seen the Matrix. Oh, okay. oh, I thought you said you had never seen it. No, yeah, I've seen them. I don't think I've seen the uh, the subsequent the trilogy matrixes. Yeah, I might gotcha. have seen the second one, but I don't think I've seen the third one. But uh, yeah, much, it, much like Back to the Future, the third one's not worth watching. Not not as good. Okay, all right, I'll keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, for me, it's mostly I don't know what it is, but it seems like it's for me every time it's associated with like a smell of something that I'll be like, it starts to happen once I and then I'm like, wait a second, I've never done this or been here before, and it's just a weird thing. I don't know what it is. The triggers I think I've heard the stuff. sense of smell is the the biggest thing that will trigger memories. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you'll smell something like, oh, that's at grandma's house or whatever. Sure, yeah. Or, so, yeah, like theater popcorn or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. That's not surprising. <laughs> yeah, that's why I smoked cigarettes for 30 years. I was hoping to get that shit out of my nose. So <laughs> I just I burn have, it away forever. I didn't want to have memories. I was just like, you know, take that. Rep- repress, take repress, repress. <laughs> uh-huh. You were, I, I would put one. I put the cigarette butt up my nose and then just suck, trying to, you know, kill that yeah. shit. Gross. Just sucking butt. All right. Uh, um, I think we're, <laughs> we're we're pretty close to the end of this nonsense. Uh, is there anything that we did not mention that you thought was like a standout performance or anything that we needed to talk about that we didn't already? I, I don't think so. I mean, again, I love the first one so much. This one was all, I don't want to say it was cookie cutter, but it was very similar, sure. which I just was like, oh, they're kind of doing the same thing, but it's futuristic or whatever. So, yeah. and like you said, I really like the layers of there's, there's Marty playing the guitar, but then there's Marty scurrying around trying to find the, the sports book almanac. I like, you said, I just love the layers of it all. It was very well written. Yeah. And, well, you know, if, if you're really big into like science and all that fucking fake shit, sure. maybe it doesn't make sense, but whatever. 
right, right. All right. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention my husband feels like when he's look because we had to stop it. Like we had an almost had an argument, which we never fight. That um, Biff is looking at ooh la la outside. Yeah. And I was like, and I'm like, no, he's looking at the sports almanac. He just put the dust cover over ooh la la and stuck it in his back pocket. And Mark's like, no. And then we stopped it. And he's absolutely right. Um, Biff is look or yeah, Biff is looking at ooh la la. <clears throat> so when when Strickland, face, Strickland yeah. comes up. Yeah, he doesn't have time to like do all that bait and switch. Right. Um, so yeah. I thought the same thing. So when Strickland flips through it real quick, I guess he's either not reading it or like he just read the cover and was like, because he's out here, he's like, sports statistics, you're doing some homework out here? And he's like, no, we ain't at home, so it's not homework or whatever. Uh, and then uh, he walks <laughs> off with that. Biff go, when did Biff move from the Jersey Shore? <laughs> I did want to talk about that, actually. There's a clip here I have of Biff uh, from the diner. Fuck, where's it at? Um, nope, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Fuck, did I delete that accidentally? I don't know. Like, he has a, he just has a really strange voice, like a real weird cadence to his voice, right? Um, that does not need hmm. to have happened. Oh, here we Are go. Are you talking about when he's when Griff? Did you become the yes. Type? Yeah. The answer's no, Griff. No. Yeah. What are you deaf and stupid? I said no. What's wrong with my chicken? Here it is again. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> what did you call me, Griff? You heard him. Chicken, McFly. Nobody calls me chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. I love it. Um, well, didn't Doc say that there's something wrong with his bionics or something? Yeah, so chip or something in his brain. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That yeah, makes so sense. maybe he was supposed to sound robotic. I don't know. I hated that part though. Like, yeah. I liked that part, but I hated his the way he talked. Me too, for but sure. Yeah, he's too robotic. He apparently did the voice for his grandma. Okay, I wondered oh, who did. that was. When the, he, his grandma was here, like, get in the house! Why are you yelling? Like, that was him, too. So, yeah. He's great. all like, shut up, you old bitch. And then he threw that kid's ball on the roof. And I was like, yeah, get it. Um, <laughs> all right. We are, uh, I guess we're close enough to the end of this thing. We better uh, talk about whether or not, Stu, would you watch this movie again? Most definitely. I own it. I would watch it. Yes, for sure. Perfect. Mandy? Yeah, samesies. Nice. I will watch this movie again for sure. Like I said, I almost bought the digital copies just to have it forever. Right. Um, but yeah, I will watch this movie again for sure. And I'm excited to watch the third one. Yeah. So You'll we'll love it, to, man. Yeah, we'll get to that when we get to it. But otherwise, uh, Stu, do you have any plugs? Anything you got going on? Anything you want it's, people to see? Anything you're elemental. enjoying in the real life that you want people to also enjoy? Elemental podcast. I would tell people that and, uh, you know, if they like hearing me swear, it's the (laughs) elemental podcast. That's all I do. Sign up for that Patreon. Yeah. Get you some, (laughs) some extra Patreon scratch so you can start. Yep. I'm rich. That's right. That's right. Yeah. With all that Patreon money, you can afford to have handymen come over and do whatever they want in your house. That's right. Sluts (laughs) Sluts in a van. Yeah. Handy sluts. (laughs) Handy sluts. That's what it is. We got it all figured out right now. I mean, after we stop, after we shut this off, we should all get together and think of a business venture for this. Right, for sluts. sure. No, we'll we just make something. the t-shirts. We don't need the business. We'll just make t-shirts that say like "handy sluts" with a fake phone number underneath it, and That's right. make millions. <laughs> all right. 
Mr. Um, we always end this nonsense. We, oh, Mandy, do you have anything you want to talk to anybody no, about? Oh, you know, we, you know I don't. That's why you were about to ready to stop. Sure, yeah. uh, you can reach out to us <laughs> if we fucked anything up or we did something wrong or we did something right and you just have to tell us how awesome we are. Uh, you can reach us at another episode podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at another episode podcast because every week on Sunday we release the poster for the episode that's about to come out on Wednesday. Gives you a little lead time so you can go out and find the movie and watch it with us. Stu, you're going to be uh, superimposed over top of the face of somebody from the second uh, poster. So that's exciting. Nice. All right. And Hopefully Christopher Lloyd. He's old, too. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I don't even know what the poster looks like, so we'll have to figure out one that we can uh, get you over top of uh, Christopher Lloyd. So, um, And then we always play a clip at the end to close this shit out because we don't know how to end it without just rambling on to the distance. And the clip today is a little bit of a social commentary about what's happening in today's society. Too bad the post office isn't as efficient as the weather service. All right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thanks, oh, guys. God. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs>